Students can even accrue up to $95,000 to continue their education after high school, thanks to the generosity of chocolatier Milton Hershey and his wife, Catherine. Are you looking to set your child up for success or know a child who could benefit from Milton Hershey School? Learn more at mhskids.org backslash admissions. What if you went to your secret hiding place and found just a phone number, 1-800-662-HELP? Before drugs take their toll on you and your family, make the call. For help with drug use, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral, or go to samhsa.gov slash know the risks. If you've been thinking about a new roof, you owe it to yourself to contact Honest Abe Roofing. Abe has several options available for cold weather installation, which will protect your home this winter and for decades to come. Honest Abe also has the best financing options in the area with the lowest interest rates and the longest financing terms, which can equal the lowest payments in the industry. Abe also offers no payments until 2025 for qualified customers. Call now for the absolute best low payment options. Honest Abe Roofing, 286-ROOF. Miss anything on Caleb and Kenny in the morning on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM? Catch up on the podcast page at 1380thefan.com or download past episodes for free on your favorite podcasting platform. My name is Ariel. When I arrived in the U.S. at 19, I struggled to find job opportunities without my high school diploma. My entire life changed when I took a chance and got my high school diploma at age 22. Everything I have, my education, my career, my marriage, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and my teachers. They were with me every step of the way, helping with my English and math, making sure I push through all the challenges. Ariel, your success proves that what I'm doing as a teacher has real meaning. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. Education was the key that unlocked all my opportunities. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Live from the Hoopy Insurance Services Studios, this is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, The Fan, Fort Wayne, Indiana. This is a presentation of high school sports on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Hoopy Fieldhouse High School Coaches Show. Learn more about the Hoopy Fieldhouse. Now available to schedule practice times for your league or team at hoopyfieldhouse.com. Now here's your host, Justin Kenny. Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Fieldhouse. I'm Justin Kenny. It is postseason basketball time. Of course, state finals in girls basketball coming up this weekend. A pair of area teams playing in the state finals. Bishop Lewers in 2A, Norwell in 3A. We'll talk to Norwell coach Eric Thornton here in just a couple seconds. And then, of course, this is the final week of boys regular season basketball. With the sectionals getting started next week. So we'll talk to our buddy Dan Vance from outside the huddle. Break down this weekend's state matchups as well as the sectionals coming up next week and then close to the end of the hour we'll talk to luke amstutz former now former head football coach at east noble he uh, made it official yesterday stepping down becoming 
the new activities director at East East uh, East Noble High School, effectively running their athletics department. So we'll talk to Coach Luke Amstutz about his 12 years at the helm at East Noble, four years before that at Angola, why the time was right to ascend to an administrative position and kind of go through his highlights of his coaching career in Kendallville. So plenty to get to between now and the top of the hour. We'll make room for Purdue basketball right at 7 o'clock as Purdue will host Rutgers. No pregame show tonight, so it'll be right into the tip at the top of the hour. But we got plenty to get to between now and then. Let's kick it off with Coach Eric Thornton of the Norwell Knights joining us right now. Evening, Coach. Hi, Justin. I know it's been a uh, crazy week for you, and it's only going to get crazier, so I appreciate the time. Uh, first off, take us back to last Saturday and uh, taking on Hamilton Heights in that first game and just a, a tremendous battle back and forth between the top two ranked teams in the state in Class 3A. What was the difference in that first one? You know, for us, uh, I think you, you start last year losing to them by four in the regional and just realizing that uh, we just we didn't we weren't deserving. We weren't the tougher team. We've 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 used that a lot. Um, I think there was some some fuel for sure uh, from that. And you know, you just start ramping things up. We ramp things up in June. We ramp things up on our schedule. That that's pretty well known at this point. Um, that's that's where it all started. You know, just trying to get better quicker. You know, earlier in the season, putting our kids through uh, the toughest toughest stretch that you know we've started with in the the, the first four games were uh, I, I really questioned myself after i sat there and looked at it going that did we do the right <laughs> thing it's, it's too much too early but it's exactly what our group needed uh they they embraced it 100 uh, percent, and uh, you know they really believed in themselves and um you know that's that was the right thing to do for this group is to be intentional with our schedule knowing we had everybody back just in that that's a pretty unique situation, I sure. think, to to do that. And you come back with seven seniors, and uh, you know Vanessa Ross, when we're really good sophomore, and, and you just you just say, here's here's what you need, and and uh, let's let's continue to see the big big picture through all of it. When you look at that matchup with Hamilton Heights and just how good Cameron Runner is, was there a specific strategy with dealing with her in that game? Yeah, I think for us, it's you know we're we're a big one three one team. Uh, we really like to. It's it's hard trapping. It's not soft in, in any way at all. It's it's we're we're gonna we're gonna bring it um, every single possession, make or miss. We're we're in that defense. For us to to be effective with her, we had to um, be normal in some ways and then uh, not normal in others. You know, you certainly want to uh, you know pressure her, get it out of her hands, but you also understand she can split you. If that happens, you really have to have the middle of your one through one level the ball off and not get past you, and then you know just get your hands up and not foul her. She's 91% from the line, shooting you know close to 200 attempts, which is an incredible amount during a basketball season. 27 points per game, really good from three. Now, she's definitely an Indiana All Star, um, and she beat us uh, almost single handedly a year ago. So tough task. Um, our kids held her to six in the first half. Really frustrated her. Um, and that's what we wanted to do. And, and the main thing was you know, be as normal as you can, but we also can't treat her um, like we treat everybody else. You, that, that, that would not have been the right thing to do either. So started on the defensive end and then a lot of freedom for our kids on offense. Uh, um, you know, we played so well defensively and rebounded that we could get out and transition. And You jump out to an early lead up 19 to 10 and then uh, at the end of the first and, 
at halftime you're up 20 and just go on. That's probably the best half of basketball this team has played this season. Yeah, it was a, I was out of town for work and was, was scrolling through the Twitter machine in the evening, and I saw a picture of the halftime score of the second game against Bremen. I'm like, is, are, there, are there light bulbs out on the scoreboard? Like, what's going on? And um, just a, a, an incredible first half that you guys were able to play. That was a Bremen team that beat a good Northwood team in the, in the morning semifinal, avenged a loss of the, they had in the regular season. Um, was there any hint? Did you worry about a letdown going into that game, because uh, that second game? Because there clearly wasn't one. Well, um, you know, I think, you know, you've watched enough film at that point where you get a good feel. There's an eye test, obviously, when you're watching film. You're trying to see what they do, and you're trying to see the level that they play at. Uh, we really felt good after watching film of all three teams that we played Hamilton Heights first. Um, it was the perfect pathway for us to get to game bridge. Uh, to play the best team in the field early on, we could talk about them all week. Um, you know, we could focus. We didn't have to try to hide uh, anything from the girls. Like this is it. You know, this is who this is who we have to be. If the draw would have been either Northwood or Bremen first, I don't know how that would have played out. You know, you 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 really couldn't focus as much, at least verbally. You know, with the kids about Hamilton Heights. You know, you're you're almost tricking them a little bit, saying, you know, we might see this, you know, in the morning game, but you're really preparing for things for Hamilton Heights. So sure. it just worked out in our favor. You know, sometimes you 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 can you can argue however you want, but you know, for us, it was it was the draw we needed, um, and it worked out exactly the way uh, we hoped it did. And you know, when you get to that night game, um, there's th- this has been their goal all season to get to Gamebridge, and not only get there but win it. And there was nothing going to stop uh, our girls that evening. Coach Eric Thornton, Norwell Knights, joining us here on the High School Coaches Show, presented by Hoopy Fieldhouse, and Coach. Uh, Gibson Southern will be your opponent. It's also a team that's making their first state championship appearance in quite some time. First time in 22 years for the Titans. In terms of the scouting report and what you've seen and what you guys need to prepare for, where does it start with Gibson Southern? Yeah, so they've got three really good players that just jump off the uh, video when you're watching them. And it starts with uh, the Spink girl. She's 5'9", point guard. Ball's in her hands probably 90 to 95% of the time. She really makes them go. Um, she's a physical guard. She'll, she'll try to bully you, and she's good at it. Um, any, shot is a, is, any shot she can get is what she's looking for. Um, I've seen her make uh, open shots, and I've seen her take bad shots and make them. So she's, she's definitely a unique talent. Um, and then uh, they've got a really good shooter uh, in the Graham girl. Um, she's uh, she's uh, got a nice step back from three. In the quick release, and then in the post, they've got a nice six-one freshman, the uh, Schnoss uh, girl, um, has really gotten better since the beginning. So it starts with those three, the role players, similar to ours. Uh, they understand exactly what they have to do. Um, it looks like a very connected group, uh, half-court man-to-man. It seems like that part of the state down by Evansville. I think on film, every game we've seen, everybody plays half-court man-to-man. So I'm, I'm thankful uh, around our area that we see a lot of different styles so that no matter what they throw at us, I feel like we're prepared. When you look at, at preparation do, do you do, for this game, do you look strictly at film? Do you reach out to coaches? And how, how much is, is maybe too much information? How do you kind of balance all that? Yeah, it's, that's a good question. Um, you know, starting in the regional, I started calling uh, coaches. Um, you know, when we were getting ready to play Benton Central, I talked to uh, three coaches from that sectional that um, Benton Central is in. I talked to Rensselaer Central's coach. I talked to Twin Lakes coach. 
And uh, I also talked to West Lafayette's coach. In fact, West Lafayette's coach, Jane Schott, gets to call our game um, on the IHSA Champions Network. She's a good friend, and um, she does a great job with that. So um, that was very helpful to get ready for that. At semi-state for Hamilton Heights, I talked to um, I talked to the Jay County coach, um, and it's just good to get some insight. It doesn't necessarily change what you do, but it reaffirms some things. And then uh, here for state, I've gotten to talk to Danville, Danville's coach, and then Washington's coach. And, you know, um, perspective is always important. Uh, their, their opinions matter to me. Um, they're great at scouting. Uh, we get some little things that, you know, at, that, at this point of the season, that's what you're looking for, just can we get, uh, something here or there that uh, we can use, um, either give to the kids or just, uh, you know, prepare for. So uh, that, along with film, has been just a tremendous help to prepare. Coach, when you look at the matchups, and 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 at least for me, I'm looking, okay, in terms of height, you know, Gibson Southern isn't overly uh, humongous compared to you guys in terms of style and all that stuff. And, and when you look at your girls, you, you know, battle-tested, but it's a place similar to Gibson Southern where these girls have never been. How much do you go into that this 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 week and, and maybe talk about the moment or, you know, do you not want to make it too big? How do you approach that? Yeah, I think it's it's just normal. It's being comfortable. It's taking the big bus to the game instead of, you know, the charter. Um, it's it's uh, it's getting rest. Uh, rest is more important than practice this week. We're, we're really short. We shorten things even in late December. Um, but we shortened them even more, uh, less and less contact throughout the week. Obviously, today we had absolutely none. Uh, we're not going to risk that at this point two days away. Just being smart with it. A um, little bit of film, you know, talking, uh, giving them, you know, the basic information without making – it needs to be normal. You just, I talked to Dave Miller a couple nights ago, and um, good friend. And, and uh, you know, Dave's <laughs> had a lot of success with state championships and, and, you know, not only getting there but winning them. And I just said, hey, any advice – that it's just another game and you know it's 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 not just another game but that's <laughs> how you that's how you that's that's the message you send uh, yeah. i'm not going to act any different in practice it's not the uh you know when we get down there we're going to get the tape measure out you know and <laughs> to the floor it's not it's not that uh, our group sings on the way to games all the way from when we leave till we get there um they're terrible at it but <laughs> they're, they're they love it. They're they're uh, enthusiastic. Um, they're excited. Um, I want everything to be as normal as possible um, in a very very busy week. It's amazing how many moving parts there are in a week like this. So um, yeah, we've just tried to keep it, Justin. We've just tried to keep it as uh, as normal and, and uh, restful as possible. Coach, wanted to ask you, uh, and just a phenomenal player, averaging over 21 points a game. But also wanted to ask you about Mackenzie Feast and, and just how good she has been this season. Maybe not as, as representative of, or at least known in, in the area, but every bit is important, and she's been very good. The only other uh, double-figure scorer outside of, of the sophomore Vanessa Rossworm. In, ter- in terms of Feast and just how important she has been to this team's success. Well, I think you've seen uh, her do it consistently for three years now. Um, you know, she is a just a quiet assassin type of kid. Um, expression on her face doesn't change much, um, but that kid wants to win and has worked so hard to put herself in this position. You know, you can say Kennedy's number one, you could say Kenzie's number two, but many times throughout the season with the schedule we played, Mackenzie has stepped up and been that one kid um, in some big games. You know, she was right around close to that 
approaching a thousand points, you know, uh, you know, four, four or five weeks ago, uh, whenever that was, you could feel that like she, she knew it was there and it was, uh, was something she wanted to get accomplished and move on with it. Once she did that, boy, she just took off again. Um, we need that throughout the tournament to have multiple weapons. Um, she has a lot of freedom and totally, you know, a green light, but she's, she does a great job of understanding when that moment is. And, um, you know, kind of going back to something you asked earlier, I don't think the moment's going to be too big for um, our team. It's not going to be too big for Mackenzie or Kennedy or Vanessa or whoever it might be. Never know who might step up. But uh, this team has been through the battles, as you mentioned. Um, I think we've played teams in 4A, the, the, the quality of 4A teams that we took on this year that have really prepared these kids for, for this moment. And, um, you know, it was a goal from the start of the season. We talked about it day one. Um, they, 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 this is not the reward for the season they've had. Getting there is not the reward. The reward is winning it, and that's, that's what they're going down there to do. Coach, final question before we let you go, and it, it's, it's been a minute since Norwell has experienced uh, a state championship atmosphere, first time since 1977. Uh, has to be just a, a tremendous energy around Ossian and Uniondale this week, and I, I can't imagine just how much Saturday is going to mean, win or lose, the fact that Norwell... Uh, has advanced down to the state championship. Yeah, for sure. I, I uh, well, I get chills just thinking about that. Um, today, it felt more real than than it has all week. You know that that we're that we're playing on Saturday um, to win the state, and you know we've got our youth teams uh, who are we're taking uh, all six youth teams, third through eighth grade, um, are all in. We've got uh, sixty-five tickets on the baseline. They've got. Shirts that Norwell, you know, state finals on the front and on the back. It says we are the future. I'm excited to walk out of the tunnel and see our our youth who want to be, they want to be these girls. And these girls that are on varsity were them not too long ago. And I have so many pictures with this group when they were younger in that same situation who wanted to be um, in, you know, in, in this, uh, at this level. Um, and you dream about it and you think back to former teams uh, who were good enough, and it didn't. It didn't happen uh, for various reasons. Um, it's really, really hard to win a sectional. A lot of teams go through that, and they never win. Um, you know, our '77 team. I, I want to. I think back to them. Three of the uh, of the ladies on that '77 Final Four team were at our semi-state uh, games on Saturday, and we got to take our picture with them after uh, you know the night game. Um, that that means a lot. Uh, we get to. We get to do our pregame walkthrough on Hinkle Fieldhouse floor on Saturday at 11. Well, that was where the 77 team played the state championship. Wow. Uh, at that time. So I think about, um, you know, that hollowed ground kind of thing from Remember the Titans, and that's where we're going to be doing our pregame, uh, you know, getting ready for a 6 o'clock game. Um, I, I, I love it. I love it for, I mean, this is for them. Uh, this is. It's for our, our, our team, obviously, but this is for our community. I think of the former parents uh, of players that played for us. Um, this is for all of them um, because that's what our program is. It's, it's been a lot of hands invested um, into uh, not just this year, but, but all of them. You know, every team has tried their best and um, has had success. But, you know, we've made it with this group. Um, this, is the, this is the group that we talked about it from day one. We've never done that before, but... I think back on all those things that uh, helps me reflect a lot on uh, what everybody's done to get us to this point. So very indebted to all of them. 
A lot of excitement uh, around Norwell that'll head down to Indianapolis this weekend. Coach, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks a lot. I know you got a lot on your mind and a lot to prepare for. So thanks a lot for the time and good luck. Just one more win and you can bring home the big trophy, man. Good luck. Yeah, one more. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Dude. <laughs> I appreciate it. One more. <laughs> one more. And I also, I, I, I'm wondering which, what song are, are you known for on the bus heading down? Because he said the girls you know, sing. You know, I, 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 this takes me back to 80s kind of heavy metal stuff, and I just keep uh, throwing out the Tesla song, Getting Better. You know, that's what <laughs> we try to do, Getting Better. So put that on your playlist, okay? All right, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot for the time. Good luck, buddy. Okay. Thanks, Justin. Take care. That was Coach Eric Thornton of the Norwell Knights joining us as team 23-4. and four, And they head down to the state championship game in Class 3A coming up on Saturday, taking on 25-4 and four, Gibson Southern. That game will tip at 6 o'clock. If you can't make it down, if you can't tune in online to watch the game, you can hear it right here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. 6 o'clock tip, Class 3A state championship game, Gibson Southern and Norwell. We're going to take a break, come back. We'll talk about that game. We'll talk about the 2A state championship game and some boys playoff talk as well with Dan Vance after the break. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Fieldhouse, 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Get the latest knife info from one of the country's premium knife shops, Blademan's Knife Shop at the Shops of Scott Road. There's a reason customers drive hours just to shop at Blademan's in Fort Wayne. Hi, this is Mark, the owner of Blademan's Knife Shop, and I'd like to personally invite you out to the store to see the area's best selection of quality knives. We have Benchmade, Spyderco, Microtech, Protech, Hogue, Zero Tolerance, Medford Knife and Tool, ADV Tactical, Tour Knives, and many more. We also have a great selection of custom knives. At Blademan's, we specifically select top quality products for the best in customer satisfaction. There's a difference with top brands. And at Blademans, we'll take the time to explain how materials and production results in a better knife for your needs, all in a relaxed, pressure-free, consultative environment. We update our online inventory daily so you know you're ordering in-stock product that will be shipped within one business day. So check us out on blademansknifeshop.com or stop by the store in the shops of Scout Road and have a cup of coffee on me. Be in the know and follow Blademans on Facebook and Instagram today. 10% discount to police and military and now you can see the collection of Shun Knives, the finest in kitchen cutlery, available at Blademans Knife Shop in the shops of Scott Road. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines. Travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-298-0306. 800-298-0306. That's 800-298-0306. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash radio. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. 
That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash radio. That's hymns.com slash radio for your free online visit, himscom slash R-A-D-I-O. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for their news, traffic, weather, sports, and a community connection. It's the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. It's critical that we keep AM radio in cars because when cell and Internet services are down, this free emergency service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Welcome back to the Hoopy Fieldhouse High School Coaches Show on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back, everybody, to the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Fieldhouse. I'm Justin Kenny. Coming up at the top of the hour, tip-off between the Purdue Boilermakers and the and Rutgers from Mackey Arena. The Scarlet Knights come in to take on the Boilers. No pregame. We'll jump right into the tip, top of the hour. But still talking high school basketball here, and nobody does it better than our next guest, Mr. Dan Vance from outside the huddle. Evening, Dan. Hey, Justin. How's it going? Not bad. We just had uh, Eric Thornton on for the Norwell Knights talking about his team's performance in the semi-state and preparing, of course, for Gibson Southern coming up this weekend, this Saturday, in the 3A state title game. Um I sent you a picture of the screenshot, the semi-state final, 42-4 to at halftime. I don't know if that's a referendum on the semi-state or it was just a bad match. I don't know what to think. Is there something added there that maybe that's the that's the potential you have when you have a two-round semi-state? I don't know. Is there anything there? You know, I think there's a lot of factors that play into it. Uh, and, and, yeah, I think that you can definitely say that Fatigue was a factor to a degree. Uh, you're not going to put all the blame on that. And, and obviously you have to give credit to Norwell. And I think a big part of that was Norwell's win in the morning game over Hamilton Heights was such a big deal that they were just clicking on all cylinders. There was so much momentum, so much enthusiasm. Uh, and, and they carried over that morning game, which whether it was regionals in the old you know, way things were done or, or now in semi-state, that's what you want. You want to be able to carry over that momentum. And it was such a big win in the morning. Um, you know, I, I've said it. I said it last week on this show. I think that morning game was the 3A state championship, in my opinion. Um, it was such a big game that Norwell carried it over well. And I think there was some some fatigue on the other side. But I also think that Norwell is just a significantly better team. Were they 42-4 to four at halftime better? Probably not. But uh, that's just the way things rolled for a variety of reasons. I would imagine Eric Thornton would have loved nothing more than just to play the state finals game after that one because it just seemed yeah. like his team was rolling. A uh, Gibson Southern is the opponent for Norwell, and you're casually looking at the matchup. I'm looking at the roster. Okay, they don't have overwhelming size. They match up you know, similarly to, to Norwell, uh, a lot of similar metrics. But in terms of what you've seen out of Gibson Southern and the challenges they present, is there anything that stands out? You know, I, I think, like you said, it's, it's accurate. I think they're a very similar team in a lot of ways. I don't know that they have the depth, and I don't know that they, at the top end, are as good. You know, they don't have a Kennedy filling. Uh, very few people do, obviously, especially in Class 3A. So I think that that's where 
uh, Norwell is going to be able to play to their strength uh, this weekend is that they've had a lot of girls, you know, all year. And we've heard about Kennedy Filling. We've heard about Mackenzie Fuse. Uh, and Vanessa Rossworm has, has stepped up huge as an underclassman. But, you know, you're, you're kind of forgetting girls like Dakota Schubel, who, you know, coming into the season was a top 30 player in the area. And Annabelle Johnson has played really well as a defensive stalwart for them this year. So I think that Norwell's depth, their ability to go, um, you know, the top five are huge, but you can go three, sometimes even four players deep on the bench without a significant drop-off. I think that's something that Gibson Southern is lacking. I think that they're really solid one through four, maybe one through five, but Norwell just has a, an unbelievable ability to play deep and to play deep with girls who are experienced. You know, Kennedy Filling has been doing this since she was a freshman. Uh, part of that last, um, you know, I don't want to say the last really good Norwell team because they're always really good, <laughs> but, the, you know, with her older sister Kaylee and, and Maya Shelton and, and Lauren Bales in that group that was really a, uh, high powered. She was all freshman on that team. So she's seen a little bit of everything. Uh, and that experience is, is something that you can't replicate either. So the, the depth and experience that Norwell has, I think is definitely an advantage, uh, but Gibson Southern can definitely get hot. Uh, they shoot the ball extremely well at times. And so I think that's something that Norwell's going to have to ride that defense. When you say that they just played that game where they were up 42 to four at halftime, uh, you can't take anything away from how good their defensive effort is night in and night out. We have the 3A game at 6 o'clock coming up on Saturday. Prior to that, at around 12.45, it'll be the 2A state championship game, Brownstown Central and Bishop Lures. It just feels like, oh, hum, another visit to the state championship game for Bishop Lures, similar to how we felt with the football team. But it had been a minute for the football team, and it's been a minute for Bishop Lures. First appearance in 12 years for the Knights in the state title game. Uh, when you look at this matchup, Dan, with the Braves of Browns. Bishop Lures, it is the ability to go inside uh, to Addie Shank. And, and her ability, when we look at her as, uh, you know, on the girls' side in our area uh, and in this matchup, that she is definitely the most pure post, but at the same time has the ability to put the ball on the floor, has the ability to rebound defensively, get out and transition if she can't find an outlet pass and make things happen. Uh, she's one of the most multi-tooled, uh, post players that we've seen on the girls' side in this area in quite some time uh, actually just surpassed Catherine Kanapke's career rebounding record at Lures. So uh, to have a player, and especially in a program like Bishop Lures, who has some experience, you know, they're chasing their seventh state title. They've had so much success. She's the first player in the history of that program to have over 1,000 career points and have over 800 career rebounds. Uh, says a lot about how she's able to maneuver inside, her spacing, uh, the, the angle she plays at the rim as a rebounder, as an offensive player. And I think that's going to be really tough uh, to match up with. She's just, she's a, a very physical player that can do a lot of things that, you know, in the state as a whole, uh, we see post players who are really good post players and they rebound well, but Addie Shank can shoot the ball well. She can create for herself, for others. And I think that's a, a huge attribute for Lures. When you look at this matchup, Dan, you look at Brownstown Central, do, do, averages barely 49 points per game. And, and is that a big factor? I mean, when you look at it, is this a game that if, if, if Bishop Lewis can get into the 50s and 60s, you really like their chances? Is that maybe uh, selling Brownstown Central a little short in terms of maybe the defensive style they play? Is there anything that we can look into that in terms of offensive scoring average? Yeah, I think that Brownstown Central really wants to slow this game down as much as they can. Now, they're not a team that is going to play stall ball. Um, they, they can move 
fairly well themselves. But, you know, when you're, you're lures, and I've talked about this repeatedly during this run for them, and even during the regular season when we're like, okay, well, lures is, you know, middle of the road in the SAC, but the pace that the SAC pushes in girls' basketball when you're looking at the Homesteads and the Northrops and the Snyders, uh, and, and lures, you know, it, it's iron sharpens iron. And so lures is able to push a, a more toward pace more consistently, longer, uh, and so, yeah, I think that it's fair to say that if they can push this game into the mid fifties, uh, that Brownstown central, I don't know that they can maintain that pace for as long as Bishop Lewers can. I think they can certainly play that pace, but would prefer not to. So if Lewers wants to play that style and Brownstown central gets, you know, into that situation where they have to try to match that style, I think they're going to be comfortable doing it, but I don't know that they can do it for, you know, a complete game, a 32 minute game. Dan Vance from outside the huddle joining us here on the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Fieldhouse. Dan, let's look at the boys' side of things. Sectional draw was held on Sunday. And anything in particular jump out at you in terms of the draw? You know, the fun thing is is that I think every year, uh, and every year we have an article coming out of it, and we did for the girls' draw of winners and losers uh, from the sectional draw. And we didn't do that with this boys' draw. And I'll tell you why. Because... It's such there's so much parity sure. in boys high school basketball in this area. I don't know that you can declare anybody a winner or a loser. I, I don't know that these are very predictable uh, sectionals at all. You even look at a team like at this point, we said all season it was Wayne then Lures then everybody else. Lures has kind of hit a skid as of late. Lost it to Southside, lost it to New Haven, lost to Huntington North. So now you kind of look at it as like in this area it's Wayne and then everybody else. But you're also looking at a Wayne team that has a Homestead team in their sectional uh, that is very good in getting better with the return of Will Jamison, a Columbia City team who has some really quality wins and is, is a very kind of like early in the season just kind of snuck up on people and, and now has been able to make big moves loudly in games. We saw that when they clinched the share of the NEA with their win over Leo, they were able to do it in a very loud, emphatic way to take over that game. So even in that sectional where you're looking at the best team in the area is Wayne, it's, it's not a just given fact that Wayne's going to run through that sectional. So, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say there's much of a surprise or anything big to take out of it because I think that we have such even sectionals that it's really hard to even uh, seriously, with a lot of confidence, project a winner anywhere uh, within the area. We've been waiting maybe for a team to emerge through February to say, okay, maybe this and this team are the best chances. We kind of did that with... With girls, we entered the sectional, and we looked at, at Norwell, we looked at Lures, we looked at Columbia City, we looked at Snyder, Homestead as teams that, okay, we feel like they could make a run. They've shown in the regular season that they're one of the best teams in the state. They can make a run. Is there anybody that kind of stands out on the boys' side of things entering next week? You know, uh, preliminarily, I want to say I really like Belmont. Um, they've been playing great, uh, even in a recent loss to Bishop Lewers, Jack Schumann scored 43 points, which is the highest single scoring game in the area this year uh, for boys or girls. And, and they have a lot of things, prospects that are working well for them. But they also run into a tough sectional where you have a Norwell team that uh, has played very well and has been able to play physical and aggressive and catch teams off guard. You have a Mississinawa team uh, with, with Preston McCann who has, you know, one share of their conference and gets to host that sectional. So even in that one in 3A, the sectional is is not a given, I don't think, for Belmont. I think when we look at the teams with the chances best in the area, you have to look at 2A. Uh, and I think it's because those 2A teams that we have that are good, Blackhawk Christian, uh, Bishop Lures, 
Manchester. Uh, they all come out of the same sectional, but they've all had to play really tough uh, competition throughout the year. Adam Central as well in that sectional. Probably will have to be one of the best sectionals in the state. Uh, but as, as two-way teams, they've played up. Uh, against really tough competition, Adam Central has you know challenged themselves this year. They played Leo, uh, beat them fairly well. Uh, they played Northside recently and, and lost an overtime game to Northside as a 4A SAC school. So all of those teams have played so against a, such a high level in the regular season. I think whoever comes out of that sectional may have our best chance in the area of, of getting to Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Um, still have some tough games ahead of them in the regional round and, and to get through the north half of the state. But I think that they're so battle-tested uh, when you look at that two sectional that, to me, that's where I think the best chance of success comes from. If you know, if I had to bet on it, I would say that that one of those teams has a chance to emerge. And you know, Whitco, I don't want to leave them out. They just beat Manchester the other night. It's a very tough sectional, and I think that someone from there could definitely make some waves. Justin Jordan has done a tremendous job at Whitco. When you look at the NECC in terms of teams in there, a Fairfield. Uh, Westview. Any, anybody stand out that can maybe make a run? Um, you know, I think that the the that Fairfield and Lakeland. You know, they share a sectional together. They're on opposite sides of it. Uh, they're two teams that tomorrow night with wins they will clinch a, each clinch a share of that conference title. Uh, and, and they're kind of been on a collision course. They had a really good game early in the season that Fairfield narrowly won. I think that when we look at three A teams outside of uh, of what I said about Belmont, I think that the winner of that. Could, could really stand out. Fairfield's a very balanced team. Uh, lately, it's been Carson Smith that's been stepping up. Mitchell Miller had a very good middle part of the season. Uh, early on, they were winning by committee, but but Noah Mass was really strong for them. So they have some depth that will help them. Uh, and then you look at Lakeland, and Nate Kyle has been fantastic for Lakeland. Uh, we talked a lot in the previous years about his older brother, Ben, who was tremendous for them and, and is playing college golf now. But Nate, you know, I, I had some conversations with people recently about – you know, who, who would be the front runner as a player of the year right now and, and who would be on that short list? And, you know, we don't talk in Fort Wayne a lot. Even when we talk about the NACC, we don't really talk about Lakeland because it's one of the further outliers, right? So we don't talk about Nate Kyle, but he's a kid who can put up 20 to 30 points on any given night, is extremely athletic, and can play one through five on the floor. So I think that, that one of those teams definitely has uh, potential when you're looking at Fairfield and Lakeland to be the NACC team that, that can advance. Dan, before we let you go, I, Brett Rump was talking about this earlier this week on the Sports Rush. And looking at the Northern Regional hosts this year on the boys' basketball side, the closest one is probably Logansport down at the Berry Bowl. You have Michigan City, Logansport, South Bend, Washington, Newcastle, North Judson, LaPel, Triton, and Frankfurt. Um, why is Northeast Indiana left out of hosting regionals? You know, I don't really have an answer to that. I, I think that, uh, yeah, you want to have good gyms that are that are big, that can host a lot of space. I think with the regional round, I think what's really interesting now is you don't, I don't feel like need a gym that's as big anymore because you're not doing the uh, three-game-in-a-day format with a kind of a regional semifinal and final. I think you need those bigger sites for semi-state, and I think you also need to rotate them. And so you could say both of those are arguments for the teams, but you look at a place like North Judson, that's never rotated. They go to somebody goes to North Judson every year. Uh, so it's, it's not a situation now, and especially where we have some larger gyms, some gyms that have been renovated, uh, some gyms that are better. You know, I don't know what all the athletic directors say about what they want to host. 
and what they don't want to host. But you look at a place like Huntington North, and I can't imagine why there's not uh, postseason, uh, you know, past sectional round at Huntington North every year. Phenomenal facility, has the space, has the ability to handle that type of a crowd, uh, massive crowd. And we have other schools in the area, you know, what we've seen Wayne do for uh, SAC tournaments in the past, and that would be a great host facility. Even Northrop, it's, the, it's a carbon copy of, of Wayne. So I don't really know what the reason is. You know, I think that's something that maybe we should be asking more and getting some answers from the IHSA and these area athletic directors. Are they turning it down? Are they passing on it? I think we have great facilities in the area uh, close to do it. You know, gym renovations at Homestead, uh, what they have at the Fieldhouse at Carroll. I think that there's great opportunities to be able to host those locally. Uh, and it's kind of confusing that we haven't been able to do that as much lately. Yeah, I think it's a great point, too, is like, are these athletic directors even pursuing them, these yep. regional? Do they even want to host? So it takes two to tango for sure. Dan, we appreciate the time. Thanks a lot. And we'll talk next week, talk some sectional basketball. Sounds good. That was Dan Vance from Outside the Huddle joining us, as he does each and every week, to talk area high school basketball. I, yeah, I, you just you look at the list of regionals, and even if you go to semi-state, Michigan City, Elkhart, Logansport, Lafayette, Jeff. I mean, you have Michigan City and Logansport hosting regionals and semi-states in the north. Uh, Newcastle as well. Newcastle will host a northern regional and a southern semi-state. Explain that to me. But do we have a wealth of, of schools in this area that are asking to host regionals? Asking to host semi-state? I don't know. I mean, Carroll's got a really good, nice field house. Do they want to host regionals? Are, are they trying to host? I, I don't know. Homestead, do they want to host? Just because you have a, a, a gym the size that would be a great venue for a regional or semi-state doesn't necessarily mean that school wants to host a regional or a semi-state. So could it be a combination of just not enough gyms in the area that are big enough combined with those a lot of those schools not wanting to host not sure what the answer is but if you're going to a regional this year in the north from fort wayne the closest one to you is going to be logan sport so have fun with that we're going to take a break and come back we'll talk to the former head football coach of the east noble knights luke amstutz made it official yesterday that he was stepping down as head coach he will now be an administrator at east noble high school we'll Talk to him about the decision and his time at East Noble over the last 12 years after the break. You're listening to the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Fieldhouse, 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. If you've been channeling your sales strengths into a job that doesn't appreciate your potential, we understand. Brace yourself for an opportunity that might just surprise you at 1380 The Fan. We're in search of an exceptional account executive to join our dynamic team. It's not just a job. It's a marketing career where you'll shape solutions for local businesses driving their success while building your own. Experience the best of both worlds with our mix of in-person and remote work, offering the flexibility you crave. Our investment in your success begins now. Text WINNER to 46862 and take our free talent assessment. Discover if you have what it takes to be our star account executive. We'll send you a free copy of your talent report. Text WINNER, W-I-N-N-E-R, to 46862 and kickstart your journey to a new career home. 1380 The Fan is proudly part of Federated Media, an equal opportunity employer that values integrity, passion, and innovation. 
Embrace a new job for a new year with us. After years of discomfort, it's like I'm alive again. Sonia Hackett talks about how QC Kinetics changed her life. QC Kinetics has given me my quality of life back. Before QC Kinetics, Sonia suffered from horrible knee and back pain stemming from a car accident. I was wearing knee braces just to try to maneuver around. Sonia hated the idea of pain meds and surgery seemed too risky. So she turned to the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, the leaders in advanced regenerative medicine. That consultation just changed my life. I can do the treadmill, everything. I don't have anything holding me back. The quality of life is pain-free. QC Kinetics has made us very happy. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation today. I'm going to get emotional again. They are like family members to me. They care. Call QC Kinetics now. Call QC Kinetics, 260-333-9383. That's 260-333-9383. 260-333-9383. Elevate your ride with Wix filters for peak performance from your vehicle's engine. And you can find Wix filters at your local Auto Value Auto Parts you'll ever need, including Wix filters, can be found at Auto Value. Or shop with ease online at myautovaluestore.com. Drive with confidence and choose Wix filters at your Auto Value Auto Parts store. And thank you for shopping locally. Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Penn Station East Coast Subs is famous for a lot of things, but none quite like the signature hot grilled Philly cheesesteak. Get the 100% USDA Choice Philly cheesesteak on their famous fresh baked bread starting at just $6.99. Add fresh cut fries and hand squeezed lemonade for an unbeatable flavor trio. Dine in or order online. Penn Station, where it's all about good taste. This is the Hoopy Fieldhouse High School Coaches Show on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back, everybody, to the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Fieldhouse. I'm Justin Kenny, talking a lot of high school basketball tonight for good reason. Girls basketball state championship games coming up on Saturday. We'll kick off the boys playoffs next week with sectional play, but... We're also talking a little football here and some big news coming out yesterday from Kendallville as the head coach of the East Noble Knights for the last 12 seasons. Luke Amstutz has stepped down and will ascend into an administrative role at East Noble. And to break that decision down is Coach Amstutz. I'll still call him Coach Amstutz. Evening, Coach. How are you? Hey, good to, good to hear from you. Absolutely, buddy. And I guess I'll, I'll start off with with why was was to now right the right time to make this decision well you know life is so much about timing and and the things that happen to you and the people that you're around and you know, i'm very fortunate to be in a <clears throat> just an awesome sports community of people that that really care and a community that truly supports and a administration that uh you know understands how important activities and sports are to to uh developing young people and um our uh, our athletic director role uh, opened up um, at to right about the end of football season with a few weeks left, and uh, our our longtime athletic director uh, had to step away, and um, you know so I kind of moved into that role uh, during the end of football season um, just as a fill-in. You know our principal asked me to do it and asked if I would you know hold it till the end of the year, and then if I wanted to you know apply I could or you know find somebody else and. Um, you know, honestly, Justin, I, I, I've been a head coach for uh, 16 or 17 years, and I've enjoyed it so much. And um, but I, but I also feel like uh, you only get this opportunity once in a while in your in your career, and 
And uh, if I didn't do it now, while well, my kids are about to come through high school, then I probably never would have done it again. And, and um, you know, I've, I've accomplished a lot as a coach. I've, I'm proud, really proud of everything that, that my, my program is, is and stands for and uh, how competitive we are all the time. And, and um, I know that we'll be able to put a great coach in place. And, and it felt really good over the last couple months spending time helping everybody, you know, help coaching coaches, helping other programs, you know, uh, looking into programs that maybe have been down and, let's, you know, let's see what we can do to revitalize it. Let's, let's pump a little money into something. Let's uh, let's find a new coach. Let's find a, a new strategy, you know, a new way of doing things. And, and that's something that I enjoy, and uh, it's something I've really enjoyed working with our coaches at East Snowball and uh, something that I'm, I'm ready to do long term. How much has been being able to be around the, the East Noble atmosphere and the coaches as a football coach for the last dozen years now helped you and feel like you're ready for this new role? Well, um, you know, I'm very fortunate to have a, a principal that I've been with for a long time and coaches that I've been with for a long time and, and you know, booster clubs and, you know, all the things that, that uh, you know, make East Noble great, all the people. Um, we have so many people just still there that just were, were – helpful in my transition and uh you know wanted to when you work in an environment where people want to see you succeed you know it's special and and i know that's not, that's not the feeling that everybody has everywhere they work you know some places you go to work and you know you feel resentment or a, someone gets a somebody gets a, a promotion and they're 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 resentful or this or that but at east noble i, I you know our administration and our coaches that people people genuinely care about each other and, and want to see each other succeed and when other people are helping me while I'm trying to help them, you know, it, it just it makes for such a an awesome environment, and uh, I, I really wouldn't want to work anywhere else. When you look at the, at the last 12 years, and even throwing in the, the four years at Angola, uh, I'm sure the state championship appearance in 2019 stands out. But uh, in terms of the memories you take away, I'm sure there's a lot of them. There is. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of made a statement to that last night, like going to the – State finals was awesome, but uh, you know this past season with uh, this past season with just a great group of seniors that um, were awesome kids was one of my favorite years I've ever had. This wasn't a situation where I was sick of coaching and sick of being around kids. I, I I've gotten to the point in our program where you know kids, I love being around our kids. Uh, kids don't make it four years in our program unless they're hardworking, dedicated, tough, smart kids, and. Uh, those are the ones I want to work around, and now I get to work around them from, you know, from all from all areas. Uh, I have so many memories uh, that I will, that I'll look back on fondly. I, I've been able to raise my family on coaching. I've been on the sideline with uh, with my kids. My you know my son uh, has been a ball boy. My um, you know the father of Alex Bauer, uh, my quarterback at Angola that tragically passed away um, in 2011, has been on the sideline for every game uh, for the last 12 years um you know i've, I've been supported and loved and and uh, i want to i want to return that I, you know, I want to be there to guide some young coaches and and still be around our players uh, you know when i met with our players and talked to them you know if i was leaving to go take a job at carroll or homestead or something like that you know they they, they could be resentful and, and upset but all i'm doing is walking down the hall into a place where i can help them and uh, i i think when i when i told them the news you know, we, we joked and there were hugs and there were some tears, especially for me. But uh, I, th I think we have so many good memories and, and uh, I'm going to help make those continue. How tough is it as a coach? Because you feel like you owe a lot to each class and it'd be easy to say, well, I got to come back for this 
upcoming senior class and then the next one how tough is it to to make that decision because it'd be easy enough to fall into that well this this group of seniors i, I want to come back and then the next group of seniors how do you kind of break out of that cycle you know i i really wanted to coach this next uh this next group of seniors they're they're a fantastic group uh we bring back 22 of them um you know i, I honestly i'm i'm i i feel like a goal as a leader is to want to leave a program in a better shape than you found it. And, uh, you know, Coach DePue gave it to me in really good shape. Coach Abel gave it to him in really good shape. Um, and I think I'm leaving it in as good a shape as it could possibly be. I think we've got a team that can win for a new coach right now. I think we've got, you know, five, six, seven years on the horizon where we're going to win. Um, it's uh, it, it really won't matter who the coach is. All I've got to do is find a person that cares about kids. Uh, you know, if we have a person in place that cares about kids and is motivated and enthusiastic and wants to work hard, our kids are going to show up and work. Um, you know, I, I would I, I would have coached next year in a heartbeat, and I think it might be our most talented team coming back that I've had in many years. But um, there's always going to be a um, there's always going to be a next year, and um, this time it was just uh, the time was right, and I decided to make the change. All right, buddy. Well, hey, we appreciate the time. Thanks a lot for uh, for joining us over the years, and and it's good to know that you'll still be. Uh, a constant on the sidelines uh, on Friday nights for sure. So thanks a lot for joining us, man, and congratulations on a great career and a transition into a new role. Justin, you and I have known each other a long time, and I, I really appreciate what you're doing for high school sports, um, you know, talking about things, making people think about things in a, in a positive way. You know, there's so much garbage out there, and, uh, you know, I hope, I hope that uh, more people like you kind of step in and um, continue to have conversations about things that matter and and try to move the game forward and, and generate interest in the, in the kids because it's uh it's a great sport uh we're, we're living in a great part of the country for it uh football has really gained a lot of popularity and uh, you know i appreciate what you do and and uh good luck with your future as well thanks buddy appreciate it i'm sure i'll uh, catch up to you down the road yep talk to you later Justin. hi buddy that was luke amstutz of the east noble knights former head football coach stepping down after 12 years of East noble and did a phenomenal job as approachable of a dude as you will have you know there's there's certain guys when you cover a a sport or a league or whatever where you're like you now if i need something to reach out to these guys if i need a quote on something if i need confirmation on something even if it's not on the record or whatever uh i have these guys that i can reach out to and and, and luke was always one of those dudes that I'd be like, hey, man, uh, whether it's on the record or not, like, what do you know? And and he was always, would always oblige if he could. And and you know, I understood when he couldn't say anything and, and understood what he said. Hey, you, this didn't come from me and stuff. I mean, those relationships you just build over time. And um, yeah, it was a great relationship. I mean, grew up with Luke uh, around in the 08, man, in, in Fort Wayne. So uh, we go back a long way and, and just a great dude. And I would say he's going to see his family more, but heck, I don't know what that what, the athletics or activities director role. Uh, those are late nights, man. So, um, but it, it definitely well deserved. And you look at East Snowball and, and Coach Coach Amstutz talked about it in terms of the allure of that program. And I was thinking about it last night. You know, in terms of all encompassing, take all the metrics in in terms of what the, the the top jobs in Northeast Indiana are, and you factor in winning tradition, and you factor in facilities and community support and support from in the building and your pipeline in terms of your youth program and all of that stuff and 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 what the top programs are in this area and east noble's got to be up there 
They have a beautiful stadium, right? The, 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 the support in Kendallville is is as, as great as anywhere in this area. Uh, commu- uh, support in the building. The, the pipeline is, is, is fertile because you have that built-in group, young group of, of kids that are always aspiring to be the next Knights and, and look up to the high school players. And it's just, it's one of those, and in my opinion, top five jobs in the area in terms of all-encompassing. You can make a case for top three. You can make a, take, a case for the best job. But somebody is uh, going to ascend to that job. Is it somebody already in the program? Is it somebody from outside the program, outside the area? Who knows? But I can bet that uh, Coach Amstutz will be a part of uh, that search, which um, is ongoing, already open, in terms of potential replacements for Coach Luke Amstutz, who just did a phenomenal job over the dozen years uh, in Kendallville at helm of the East Noble football program. That's going to do it for us this evening. We got... Purdue basketball coming up here in just a couple minutes as the Boilermakers will host the Rutgers Scarlet Knights over at Mackey. Tip coming up in just a couple minutes. Thanks to Eric Thornton, head coach of the Norwell girls basketball team. Good luck to them. Good luck to Bishop Lures trying to bring home state championships on Saturday down at Gabridge Fieldhouse. Talked to Dan Vance, broke down some of those girls matchups. Also took a look at the sectional draw on the boys' side. And then again, Luke Amstutz for joining us to wrap up the show. That's going to do it for us, everybody. We'll be back next Thursday. Maybe we're talking some state champions on the girls' side of things and plenty more to talk about in the boys' playoff picture. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Fieldhouse, 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. for listening to the Hoopy Fieldhouse High School Coaches Show on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the best glass company of them all? I'm the magic mirror, and the answer to your question is a simple one, you see. When it comes to specialty glass, call City Glass Specialty. The area's choice for custom glass, including shower doors, mirrors, and custom framing since 1944. So, Magic Mirror, how do I reach them? Visit cityglassspecialty.com or call 260-744-3301 today. The Magic Mirror is right. City Glass is the best glass company of them all. If you're looking for a new shower or tub enclosure, City Glass has framed or frameless to offer the ideal solution for your remodeling project. You can choose from a wide variety of glass designs with matching hardware, and they can custom create a mirror to complete the unique look of your interior design. Located on Calhoun Street, three blocks south of the Oyster Bar, City Glass Specialty specializes in matching products to your bathroom remodel vision. Hey there, fellow travelers. It's me, the Hotel Wiz. Before you go anywhere, call me day or night for hotel rates too low to publish. I'll save you up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe. You see, I've already done the research, so you don't have to spend time online trying to find the best deal. That's up to 75% off. Just call me, the Hotel Wiz. It's a free call, and you get instant access to rates too low to publish with no cancellation fees. Make a free call now and save up to 75% off your hotel rooms the next time you're going somewhere for business or pleasure. Call the Hotel Wiz now and get instant access to rates too low to publish. 800-378-2714. 
800-378-2714. Call the Hotel Wiz right now for rates too low to publish. 800-378-2714. Prescriptions for... Podcasts by Federated Media.